East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We are obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outbursts as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rough the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Tessa looks like she's going to laugh. You said that really fast this time. I was like, it was like... <laughs> I, I, I told you have to take things out of your bodily piercings. It everyone... makes me have a lisp. Worse than normal. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Feel I feel it. Hello. We have somebody special today. Welcome. Olo. Are you introducing her? You intru- who's Why don't you introduce her? <laughs> She's related to you. She's also related to you too. Not yet. She's related to all of us. I mean, in a couple weeks. <laughs> Two. Sessa is here. Who? She is Tessa. <laughs> Tessa, Tessa. I talk about T-E-S-S-A. her. T E double S A. Always doing something stupid with Tessa. Yeah. Basically, Tessa is just watching the stupid go down. But basically, it's Jonathan's sister, so she's my sister. So that's your sister. Not yet. <laughs> Two weeks. So when this comes out, <laughs> she's it'll be so a mean. Week. I swear they love me. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still really tired. Like I got enough sleep last night, but I'm still you got more tired. than enough sleep. Did she, though? Yeah, because she slept. And then I left to go get our breakfast, and I told her, like, hey, yo, there's the fucking charger in my I fell asleep for five minutes. And she fell back asleep. For five minutes? It was, like, five minutes, wasn't it? Oh, Tessa's just, like, she's not going to do it. She's not I was going to say, she doesn't like confrontation. I've already noticed this, so you can't. You can't. Yeah, no, she's there's not going to There's just no you way. Up. Yeah. I mean, I know that Leslie slept more than I did. So. <laughs> yeah. That's because you woke up to her alarm. She did not wake up to her alarm. I didn't even know I had alarms set. I'm sorry. <laughs> she turned and off. I was wondering, I was like, why and is she getting up at 5.30 on a Sunday? <laughs> yeah, you got to change this. You, know, you can change them to specific days. Yeah. Like, like I have alarms day. for the weekdays. No, usually I wake up time. at 5.30. And then I'm like, ah, oh, nah. I'm going to get a couple extra hours. It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> that would make me feel worse. Like, I did That's not wake up with my first sleep alarm. Yeah. No, it's not. If my body is already awake. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Considering Tessa's like, you wake up for any of your alarms. Leslie's like, my alarms? Like, what? Like, That's a no. <laughs> I'm in. There was no movement. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> We, we went out and Tessa's awake and we we're talking to Leslie and Jonathan's like oh she's so cute when she's just waking up cause she's just like oh, yeah. thumbs up she gave the, the injured like... NFL player thumbs up as the guy carted <laughs> off the field <laughs> oh my goodness I don't even know what was asked of me this morning if you wanted to go get food oh okay <laughs> the answer was no it apparently was, it was yes. oh, thumbs up well, that that did not work out that well, did it? We got food. We got food eventually. Well, I was gonna say, but you didn't go out to go get it. No, hell no, we weren't going out. I didn't care. No, she called me asking if I wanted to meet up with you guys. 
but I was already um, having breakfast, so she's yeah, like, I know, never mind. I Sorry. <laughs> it has I'm a- so happy I don't have headphones on, so I don't hear the... You didn't hear... There's no... It's nothing. It's a... Uh, uh, oh, no, no, there. Again. What are you doing? My necklace has a magnet on it because it's one of those heart ones oh that God. stick to. I'm Can sorry. Can we get on with this? Okay. <laughs> Where are we going? That's Leslie and Tessa. No, thing. it's boom, you boom, boom. because oh no, you got to guess. The maps are not on the walls. I know. I meant to ask you what size is that map so I can buy something for it. I have to look at it. Really? I don't remember off the top of my head. It's big. Uh, I told her to get measuring tape. New Jersey. I mean, I can just. How dare you? Was it right? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Caught me off guard a little bit. <laughs> like, you saw her snapper She your head around so fast. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Let's go. Okay. So I want to start this off by saying that this was a story that was recommended to me by a listener. Let, let us all golf clap. Um, like probably since episode one. Oh my god! <laughs> I I just so it's been half a year. Shit already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Girl, I don't know my math. So here you go. I'm sorry. We're in Jersey. Who is it? I can't tell you yet. No, who recommended it? Huh? A listener. A, a listener. listener. <laughs> Fine. I was going to say, you're not going to know them, so it doesn't matter. You can go shout them out. Shout out, listener. You'll know who you are when you hear the story. Fine. (laughs) She's such a... Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to talk about Richard Leonard Kuklinski. 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 That's going to be be fun to say. (laughs) You better spell that for love. I will. I will. K-U... K L I N S K I. Okay. Okay. You good? We Gucci? We are. We are. We are. Okay. So, Richard was born on April 11th, 1935, in Jersey City, New Jersey. That's a place. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, for how close we live to New Jersey, I've never really actually been there. Wait, lies. I went to Six Flags there. That doesn't count, does it? Oh, wait, no. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. There was somewhere else I went there. It's all coming back to me now. (laughs) (laughs) He's the second oldest of four children. His dad was a brakeman for the railroad, and his mom worked at a meatpacking company. You realize he's the second oldest of four children. Who is telling this story? I, that's what I looked at her. Oh, Did just you wait. See me? Just wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's at the end of the story, but we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Okay. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. April 11th. Is that still the same Zodiac? Yeah. That's a yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are fist pump. We don't fist pump to this. It's bad. It's okay. It's not hard. Okay. We'll see. But it's a lot going on. I'm just going to on with it. Okay. So his early life, he, it said that he had a very toxic family. 
Very toxic. His dad would beat him for absolutely no reason. Just for looking at him the wrong way. Like, his dad would be like, what you looking at? He's like, what? And then whack! Just kind of like... What the... Yeah. Like, his whole entire childhood. And his mom wasn't any better. His mom believed that you needed to have a strict religious background as well as a firm hand in order to run a good home. So she had them growing up with, I think they went to religious schools and stuff like that, but she was like, he he himself said that she was a cancer and literally killed anything that like came close to her. Oh, okay. I thought you and meant like Zodiac sign. No. Like, <laughs> like she was, was just horrible. He said that when he was little, anything that she could grab within reach to beat him with, she did. To the point where there were multiple occasions where she would beat him with a broomstick and break the broomstick over <gasps> his back. Oh, my God. That's how his mom was with him. And so growing up, he was actually an altar boy. Oh, oh no. Lord have mercy. That's right? Linda was an altar boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, though. <laughs> Not an altar boy. She was an altar server. I mean, I server. was an altar server, but Yeah. <gasps> Don't come at me, people saying, just kidding. I was an altar server. I was so cute. An altar server who couldn't light match. I wasn't. <laughs> Technique. Technique. <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying up there. Everybody watching you. You didn't do it. You don't know. Girl, we was in choir. We stood up there. That was a different story. You didn't have to let it match for choir. <laughs> <laughs> but it said that his dad was a heavy drinker. So that was half the issue. Mm. And his dad ended up leaving when Richard was in his early teens. Mm. So then kind of going ahead a little bit, but not too much. At the age of 10, there were early signs of kind of issues going with Richard. He animals. He didn't just kill them. He tortured them. Oh, no. Like, because he said. Like be- pets? No, these were like, like stray like- cats okay. and dogs in the neighborhood. So... <laughs> <laughs> What he would do to kind of relieve his boredom was, and these were like things that he said himself, which is the whole reason why this was suggested to me, because it's actually an HBO documentary. And so they asked me to watch the series, and then I found out that there were actually three of them. And so I just got sucked into it. Like, these are interviews with him. (laughs) So they're over an hour each. So what he did... Different points in times, he would like tie the tails of two cats together and then throw them over a clothesline and let them just kind of like go at each other until one of them died. But he never really stayed around to see which one won. What? He was like, they made a lot of noise, so I would just like walk away. Yeah. And he was 10. At least your neighbor doesn't do that. What the freak? Yeah. Um, He was 10. He was 10. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was 10 years old. (laughs) Just a string. Like, you would get a string, and then you would tie it to each cat's tail, and then he would, like, throw one over. You know how you see, like, shoes up on... Yeah, like, shoes on... I feel like it's, you know, shoes can't try and run away. (laughs) I don't know. How do you get, like, how do you tie a string on two? I don't know. This is, Maybe you can get one, but I don't know about two. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe... I don't know. Like, he had... (laughs) If he had one by the tail already, and he's dragging it around, like, trying to get the other one, like, that's the only thing I can think of? I don't know. I don't know. This ain't some cat dog (laughs) I'm so confused. But the cats were tied together. The cats were tied together. Oh my god! Yes, 
He said there were actually other times where he would find stray cats, he would get a pack of matches, <gasps> and then he would actually take them to an incinerator nearby. And then he would throw the cats, light the match, throw the pack of matches in there, and then just kind of like watch the cats run around the inside of the incinerator <gasps> until they burnt to death. What the fuck? What the fuck? Where did yeah. you find this? <laughs> Who is this listener? <laughs> That's <laughs> why I didn't want to call them out on it. E. I know it was you. It was an E. Mm, Uncle OJ. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm finding you people. <laughs> so then... Yeah. <laughs> So then um, he actually recalls that there was one time because they asked, like, well, with this going down, like, was there at any point that a cat tried and get out? He was like, yeah. Yeah. He was like, I was watching a cat one day and like you have the door that you're watching them through. And then the cat realized that it could like come out. So it tried coming out and had to like shove it back in there. Like, you know, close the door and all that stuff. So, like, the cat couldn't get out because the cat almost like came running at him like full fledged on fire kind of stuff. Yeah. This cat is on fire. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, so again, I'm around sorry. this time, like from age ten to sixteen, I want to say he was doing this stuff. There were times that he would actually find stray dogs in the neighborhood and tie them to the back of buses while the bus was stopped at a bus stop, and then he would watch the dog run behind the bus until the dog would just get too tired and allow itself to be like drug off. <gasps> What the fuck is wrong with this kid? He was bored, he said. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking go is play, that I don't know, Jenga? solitaire. Jenga. <laughs> Fucking um, master. So he would do that. And then it was also said that he would take some stray dogs like to the rooftops of the apartment buildings and just like kick them off. Yeah, that's what he did on his free time. He was a kid. That's what kids did apparently back then. No, they didn't. <laughs> I don't think that's no. how that works. No, I don't think any kid like nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. You know, just kind of bored outside your house, not inside your house. You know what you're supposed to do? <laughs> Go smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So then, eventually, oh, his God. dad left. I didn't find like specifically, but it just said early teens. His dad left. Again, there was just a lot going on with this kid. Oh, yeah. Okay, there was a lot going on with this game. <laughs> so then by the age of 16, um, Richard apparently was a smaller kid. But at this age, he was a smaller kid. Let's put it that way. At this age, he was a smaller kid. And so he was being bullied by a neighborhood gang. Right? But what gang was it? <laughs> I don't know. But let me tell you, I got facts. Okay, I got facts for later. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he was so sick and tired of it. And he finally said that he had enough. Like he was done. He was like, I'm done with this. I'm over it. Decides that he's going to beat up the head of the gang, which they say that the guy's name is Charlie Lane. So he beat Charlie to death <gasps> with a, so I forget. It was just like a stick. Well, yeah, a stick of some sort. Like, a it was pipe. wooden. No, oh, okay. it wasn't. It was a broomstick. His mom broke on him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe. But then, from what I read on something, which it didn't say this, like, in the documentaries or anything like that, but what I read from something else was that 
after he beat this guy, he decided to chop off his fingers with a hatchet and pull out his teeth so he couldn't be identified. What the <laughs> fuck? How old was he again? 16. 16. Okay. I had that knowledge at 16. <laughs> In the 1950s. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> so he chopped off his fingers with a hatchet, pulled out his teeth with pliers, and then went after the other guys with... um. The metal, a metal pole, like where you hang your clothes from. Uh-huh. He went outside and like he beat the other ones. So he killed the first guy, but then just really beat the other ones really bad. Remember the metal poles for the hanging clothes we used to have in the backyard? Mm-hmm. And how you? Oh yeah, yeah. Pull it out the ground when all the water was in it. That's definitely not the one he used. This was the in the house one, not out the house one. Okay. So this was in a clothes closet in the house, like a a winter clothes closet. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. No, I know. I was just continue. So then he decided to have the motto, if you hurt them, they will leave you alone. That was his motto. Okay. Good hurt golden who? rule. Anyone. Anyone. He okay. was being bullied. So these were the bullies. Right. It was so he was like he left it alone. He was he he claims he was trying to be the nice guy and like leave things alone. He fucking killed someone, chopped his fingers off, and ripped his teeth well, out. Well, that was after they bullied him. So wait, he's gonna go around like if you bullying people now. So no, like if you come, no, like if you do something to him, he's gonna beat the shit out of you and kill you. So that way you can't bother him anymore because he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's good logic. Can't beat you if you're dead. (laughs) Uh, Paranormal wise, maybe they'll haunt you later. (laughs) So that was then. Then by 18, he started going to like. Oh, I thought she was going to say like 1800 something. 1800 something. Oh my God. I was like, like, we should now. The age of 18. (laughs) By the age of 18, he was kind of a pool shark. He would go to different bars and stuff like that, would obviously hustle people for money and everything. And apparently, he got mad at a guy at a bar. And he decides to hit him with a pool stick. Oh, yeah. And beat him to death. Again? Again. In public. He had a, he had a, what is it called? Temper tantrum? Anger management issues? Yeah. Trigger temper, whatever you call it. Yeah. He just was a little angry. What did he, what did he do to him? Okay. The guy, like, pissed him off. And so he was like, nah, broski. And so he beat him to death with a pool stick. Did he go to jail for this? Oh. I think maybe. How do you not you know? Sure? Uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh! I don't think I don't think he did on it. There was a funeral though. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Like, he would have had to like gotten locked up if he killed somebody like in a public place. I don't know. I think they were just really scared of him that they never turned him in because by that point he had a reputation. Like, please don't mess with this guy because he he a little he a little angry. Like he's just a little angry. Little is not okay. He's out big angry. <laughs> you know how they ask you, "Are you big sad?" No, he's big angry. <laughs> <laughs> but he said that he was remorseful for the guy's death because it was his intention was not to kill him. Did he black out? I guess so. He saw red. I mean, never mind. <laughs> At this point, he is like, hmm. 
I don't really feel anything when I kill people. Oh, <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> is he gonna keep on? Okay, is he gonna keep on killing people to see if he feels things? Uh, yes. <laughs> what? Seriously? Yes. <laughs> uh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> as long as he doesn't kill babies. I think I'm going to be okay with this. Well, no, but he started, like, he said around that time, he kind of just started killing people for as a pastime, like, to kind uh, of perfect it. These are the recreation of killings. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was just like, well, I, I didn't feel anything when I did it. I realized that. And he, if, if somebody pissed him off, like, you definitely were not surviving. According to, like, all of this, like, anything that happened, you were going to die. There was another instance that, like, road rage, I guess you could call it. Oh, no. Where he's driving and these guys in a car, I think they said it was, like, six dudes in a car or something like that. So I can't really remember if it's two cars or one car. Again, I, I know that you know the story probably better than I do, sir. So just you can correct me later. He's driving down the road and these guys are just being like crazy. They're trying to run him off the road and all this stuff. And he gets pissed. So he's following these guys. He was like, I was driving fine. These guys were being assholes and they're like trying to run me off the road. And so I decide to follow them into like, I guess the next rest stop, gets something, a bat out of his trunk and beats the six of them to death. Because he's like, fuck you guys for running me off the road and then beats them to death like at the rest stop. And just, How did they not stop him? It was six yeah, it was, to one. Yeah. Because by the time that, like, he... So that was probably the in his 20s. I want to say that was in him in his 20s. But by this point, he was, like, 6'5". What? And later on in life, he was 6'5". five and he 300 puberty? Pounds. I don't know. It didn't say that. You said at 16 he was a small child still. Yeah. You know, some people hit it at like 19. What are you talking about? Yeah, guys don't like there doesn't end till 21. Remember? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't want to say it. Can we block out the name? He was like 5'6 until we graduated and then he shot up to like 6'3 a year later. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. His butt stay real big though. <laughs> Still, even if he is 6'5, that's like 6 against 1. Like. How do you not? Well, and Is but he, buff? he was big. He was a big dude. Like he, he, people were scared of him, and he would just swing. Like he didn't care. He would just start going at it. I guess. And by this point, you have to think pole. like if he's doing it for fun, and somebody comes out at you. It's true. Like you get if he's that big, getting one hit to your head, like you're not getting up. Yeah, yeah. he was a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the Big Show knock out some people on Raw. Yeah. But again, we'll get to what? that. I'm not talking about wrestling right now. <laughs> big Show was a big ass dude. You he was a big ass dude. Hand? Yes. Compared to people's faces, no. I would not want to get slapped by that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no part he of got, me wants to be slapped by that. I was going to say he got two of your faces in that one hand. He gonna knock two of you bitches out <laughs> one time. <laughs> nope. Okay, so then by his early twenties. He was actually into petty crimes and pool hustling. So he's still doing the pool pool thing. Into petty crime. He's murdering people. He wanted to dabble in petty crime. 
<laughs> Let me see if I feel a little something while doing this. <laughs> so he was actually working at some sort of video company thing. Blockbuster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Didn't say that. Elroy's. But so in his, it was like a pre-blockbuster. Radio Shack. No, 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 no. It was like a blockbuster. Ask my parents. Okay. They know, because I know. I remember that from when we were little. I don't remember that. I remember No, because I'm pretty sure this was before you. Yeah, because you old as shit. (laughs) (laughs) But... But in the in his early twenties, in his early twenties, not in the early twenties, in his early twenties, he was actually part of a burglary ring. Mm-hmm. He would bootleg popular films like Disney films and all that stuff because in the company that he was in, <laughs> he was able to like record the videos and then sell them on the bootleg market because I don't believe it was called the black market at that time. <laughs> Hey, you won't buy my VHS? <laughs> That's literally what he was doing. <laughs> he just go to the flea market and have them all there. And little five-year-old Lorraine be like, hey, I want to watch that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then he was also doing pirated pornography. And because he was doing the pirated pornography, he got into, he ended up having links into the mafia. Oh, let me go get my definition really quick <laughs> for the mafia. Because the mafia and gangs are different. Did you know that? <laughs> no, they're not. I already looked this up. Oh. Let's... The mafia is a gang. The gangs of New York were the mafia. No, 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 no. Hold on. There are too many windows right now. Give me my phone. Where's no. My phone no, why? Because my Google's different than yours. Shh, 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 shh. Let me click on my. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Don't be looking in Wikipedia putting your own definitions in there. Structured society of criminals of prelim- pr- primarily preliminary, <laughs> primarily Italian or Sicilian birth or extraction. Okay, so you have to be one of those two in order to be part of the mafia. That's so if gay. you're not, if you're not, you are not allowed in. That's not, that's not true because the Irishman was a hitman for the mafia and he was Irish. But that's a hitman. But that's for a hitman. The mafia. I know, but then that's he a hired. His, I know, but then shut he up. His way I'm gonna. Up. Jab me in your throat. We'll talk about that. We are going to talk about that later because it has to do with this. (laughs) 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 Bootleg. We're a little bit further away. (laughs) So then, I feel feel safe. I think we need another table. (laughs) His in. To the mafia was a guy by the name of Roy DeMeo, and this was into the Gambino crime family. <laughs> Sorry, I know this. Why? What? What are you talking about? Nothing. I know this. No, you don't, because if you knew, you would have known already. Which, by the way, I realized that the story that we recorded last time, I actually had notes on and could not remember for the life of me. <laughs> I had like a whole thing written out and then I was like, oh, the name looks familiar. Oh, that's the one we just recorded. <laughs> Scratch that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> now, around all of this time, in like 1960 or 1961, he ends up meeting and marrying a lady by the name of Barbara. What her maiden name is, I don't know because I forgot. Manatee. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How old is he? How's 
1960 or 61? No, how old is he? She doesn't math. <laughs> we, these, oh, we don't uh, math. He was born in 1935. It is now 1960. 60? 60. 60. 60. He's 25. Yeah, 25. 25. Or 26. Or 26. Because it could be 61. Married? Okay, so there was something, though, that said that he was married previously to her and that he had two children with the first wife. But that was only on one source, like nowhere else, not even himself in any of the interviews did it say that he was married to another woman. So I was kind of like, hmm, but I didn't dig into that one because it's irrelevant at this point. <laughs> Anyways, but with Barbara, he had three children named Merrick, Christine and Dwayne. Dwayne. That was my name. <laughs> I used to call myself Dwayne. We're not talking about it. <laughs> she used to. It was fun. I couldn't say my own name, so I called myself Dwayne. She really did. She was a little. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first kid's name? Uh, what were all of them names? I know the Dwayne. Merrick, M-E. Oh, you don't have to spell it. Okay. Kristen and Dwayne. <laughs> so he's married, right? Mm-hmm. And... Apparently things like not too long after that. Well, actually, it was before he even married this chick that things got pretty violent with her. So there was a lot of domestic abuse. And the only reason she didn't leave was because she feared her life. Yeah, because he would come for her. But wait, there is more. No, no, no. Oh. There is actually. Well, yes, there is more. There's always more. <laughs> this is not even close to being the end yet. Yeah, we know. <laughs> But there was actually a time where she had gotten fed up with him. She knew something was weird. They were in the car, and she was just done. Barbara. And so she is like, I'm done. I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, I'm over this. So he's pissed off, decides to grab a hunting knife from his back seat and stabs her. <gasps> she has no idea that she has been stabbed. Until she feels the blood running down her. What yeah. the fuck? And then. How do you not feel that? Because it was like he just went whop. Like it was so sharp, like in and out. Like just. Yeah, I mean, hunting is pretty serious. And so. So what did she think? Like he just kind of like hit he her? He thought that. Yeah, she thought that he just hit her. She had no idea she had been stabbed. Also shock. Yeah. And so then she feels the blood like running down her and she starts freaking out. And then he gets even more pissed off and beats the shit out of her in the the car. So then the next day she goes to work with a hole in her shoulder. Yeah, it it never even said anything about her going to the hospital or anything like that. It just said that he beat her like till she was black and blue. She is at work. He shows up at her job and says, if you leave me, if you don't marry me, I will kill you and your family. Marry? I thought they were already They married. weren't married at this point. They were just oh. dating. Oh. Like, this was when they were just dating, and she was trying to leave him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this and was before they get married. go, why don't you just leave? And so she said for the safety of her family and herself, she decided to marry him. And so they ended up having... Like, the three kids and all that stuff. And so um, he said that there was definitely domestic abuse that, you know, she didn't deserve it or anything like that. But because of the way that he was and, like, 
his temper that if she did like the slightest thing wrong, he would just start beating the shit out of her. And then there were interviews with the two girls that they said, like, you know, there was one time one of the girls, like the mom was making tea on the stove and the girl went to go, like she put her hand in the cup and burnt her hand and the dad heard the kid cry. So he went into the kitchen and just started beating the shit out of the mom saying, why would you leave it in her reach? Like you should know better than that. Okay. Yeah. And so it was just things like that. Like he was very, very abusive at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and then he starts actually getting more violent. And there was a point where, like, he was at the bar. Another time he was at the bar, and this guy pisses him off. And so he, the guy apparently couldn't wait to go bathroom outside, decides to go outside to go bathroom. And Richard follows this guy outside into the alleyway, sees that the guy's going bathroom, and lets the guy, I guess, finish relieving himself, then grabs a clothesline from in the alley, wraps it around the dude's neck, and then basically turns around, throws the rope over his shoulder and pulls on it because dude's six five so the other guy's so much shorter than him he has the clothesline around the dude's neck pulls it over and just hangs the guy off of him and leaves him hanging there until the guy stops kicking and then he just leaves him in the alley yeah your dude is crazy (laughs) yeah that's that's what he's that's these are all his claims yeah these are all his claims like these are all things that he said that he did to people yeah my head hurts already yeah and then the person was like well like i forget what the hell he said he's like well he finished relieving himself like there was that oh yeah okay Wait, why did he follow him out because okay so the thing is is that and this was like Again, a claim of Richard's that he just had an issue with people who were loudmouth people because it reminded him so much of his father. So if you started getting loud with him, you were it. Like he didn't care anymore. It didn't matter what you said afterwards because you got loud with him and started saying shit to him. You were done because you right then and there reminded him of his father and he wanted he you there was no hiding from him. He just wanted you gone at that Interesting. point. Okay. Yeah. So it didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter what you did as long as you pissed him off enough. Like. He's got daddy issues. Yeah. Daddy and mommy issues. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the that was like. That that was that, but he apparently he didn't even really try hiding the abuse from his kids. Like it would always happen in front of them. And the wife said that there were times where it could be like good moments where he was really happy. He loved being home with the kids. That he was a great father. He gave them whatever they wanted. Um, I don't know why he gave him the hat. <laughs> no, you're good. But he gave them whatever they wanted. He took care of them. He made sure that they didn't want for anything. But it was just like the... But they all still felt like they had to walk on eggshells because they saw how he treated the mom. Yeah. But And they weren't sure like if he would ever turn Are they to okay? Them. Hmm? Are they okay? You know, the the... The one thing that I watched, it interviewed the daughters, but I never saw the son. So I don't even know what happened to the son. 
He probably doesn't want anything to do with it. I wouldn't blame him, honestly. Oop, vroom, vroom. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> but yeah. Very close. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. Yeah, no, 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 it's okay. But with all that being said, he kept his, from what he says, he kept his criminal life and his family life separate. So the family, they knew that he had a very violent temper, but they didn't know. That he was going out and killing people? Yes. They had no idea. So mind you, he's going and killing people to perfect his killing, like finding homeless people and stuff like that, like people that no one would care about, to perfect his killing. And eventually, because he is in this like burglary burglary ring with the mafia, they see how violent he is and his temper, and so they decide to pick him up as a hitman. Um. Yes. So one of the heads of the mafia was like, hey, um, we're going to take you on a ride. So the guy's like, okay. Richard's like, okay, fine, whatever. So then they pull up on this side street and they see this guy walking down the street. And the guy that was like driving the car was like, see that guy over there? He's like, what guy? He's like the one walking the dog. He's like, okay. He's like, go kill him. He was like, what? He was like, you don't think you can do it? He was like, no, I can do it. So he took the gun out, walked past the guy. The guy walked past him. And so Richard apparently turned around and shot the dude in the back of his head, got in the car and left. And then that's when they were like, yep, this is our dude. Like, he doesn't care about anything. No cares in the world. And then that's when apparently he became one of their favorites for hitmen because he could do a hit without worrying about it. And that's how he made his money to have, like, this grand life for his children. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. So. How old was he when this happened? When he got hired? Um, I want to say that this was still, like, in his mid-20s. Interesting. Yep. Did his wife know he was in the mafia? No. She had no idea. Like, they knew that he was doing weird things because he, and this was another thing that she said. She was like, we knew the place, like we knew the company that he worked for, and I can't remember like what they said he was. But she was like, he would get a phone call and he would just leave. We never asked questions. We just knew that he was going, and that we are would see so, him. Are the we next still talking day. about the video company that he worked for? Yeah, like the blockbuster. Yeah, because he was doing he was doing the okay. bootleg pornography right, right, stuff right, right, right. and everything like that. So he was doing that, and so she was like, we knew that he worked for a company. But we never asked questions. We just knew that his job would take him wherever he needed to go and he would be back the next day. Hmm. And so that was it. Um, so then there were like the different ways that he killed. Okay. Oh, no. So these are the ways that he says that he killed people. So he said that he would like use a sawed off shotgun to the face. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um that's a good one. He would actually use cyanide for hits and stuff like that. So he said that if you were in a bar and or you were in a club in a bar, if you were a hit, whatever, 
that he would actually put the cyanide in a needle and then if you were dancing around like in the middle of it yeah he would just act like he was drunk and then he would like kind of prick you with the needle stab you with it and then it would make it look like a heart attack so like he would just have a heart attack in the middle of the dance floor and it was always like attributed to natural causes right i i'm not dead huh? though i'm alive <laughs> huh what? Oh, I thought you meant... Huh? No, 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 no. Something happened. Like, the Travis Scott concert. Oh, like, okay. Recently. Okay. I don't know. I'm not hip. I don't know. Uh, eight people died at one of his concerts, and a lot of people were injured. That was because they, like... They, like, supposedly rushed. To oh, the yeah. People got trampled. But yeah. they're saying, like, it's, like... They were like cardiac arrest and stuff, and they were like, "That's a lot of people to be having cardiac." Arrest. And I'm like, I don't know. Mm, well, yeah. That just kind of reminded me of it. <laughs> you saying getting stabbed? So I wonder. <laughs> Double fisting. <laughs> jab, jab, jab. Um, he would also put the cyanide in people's like food or drinks, um, so that way, like you sitting there with a drink he just and then mix it and then you would drink it you'd be dead <laughs> kind of surprised he's using cyanide he seems like such a violent guy that he like would just try and do all of his killings violently well and that was the thing because there and again there were other ways but it was just like if it was a public place and it was a hit he would use the cyanide but if you pissed man, him you don't want to get caught yeah but I mean, if but you he pissed... was still killing all these other people in bars <laughs> In broad day, um, not broad daylight, but that still. That was before the mafia. He would use crossbows, ma'am. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> well, I was getting there. Okay. He would use crossbows. He would use ice picks. Um, apparently, he used a bomb attached to a remote-controlled toy at one point. Kaboom. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, he used grenades. <laughs> He used firearms. Uh, he said when he had to disassemble bodies that he did not like using chainsaws because it got really messy and he didn't want to get his clothes messy. So that he would just use great. like, yeah. <laughs> so he would like use a handsaw versus like a chainsaw. And like a vroom, vroom, vroom. like handsaws take so much effort. I was going to say that's He's a big dude. I know, but still, yeah, I have but... I have watched a video on how much effort it takes to dismember a body. <laughs> We're not talking about it. And it is a lot of effort to dismember a body. You correctly. six five, three hundred pounds. You think it's going to take you a lot of effort? <sighs> no, but it sounds like it. We all, <laughs> shoom, 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 done. Not That's necessarily. You can be 300 pounds but not have any upper body strength. Or I don't know. This man hung a grown people. man over his shoulder. Yeah, I was going to say. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hello. <laughs> I was like, I'm following the story, but I'm not following the story, okay? <laughs> you don't fucked up that man. Yeah. I didn't yeah, write yeah, that yeah. information down because it was so shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look like a Backstreet Boy? <laughs> She drew her picture. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> I was gonna say something. <laughs> what is that? Why is she wearing a hat? She went back to high school and was like, "I know an asshole who pisses me off." <laughs> Let me draw a picture of him. She doesn't recognize him. It's because she didn't know him in high school. 
But that's what he looks that like. face? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Stay over there. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then... There were other things that he did, and a lot of times, like, if you sat there, you had a deal going down with him, most likely you were just going to die and he was going to take your money, basically. But he said that there was a one, there was one time, it was Christmas Eve, he was supposed to get money from a guy, guy kept, like, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and he was like, no, I, at that point, I was just done with it, he had messed up my holiday, it's Christmas Eve, so I go find this guy, get in the car with the guy, say, hey, give me the money, like, you owe me this, this, and this, right? So guy's like, I don't have it right now, can't you just wait till later? He was like, oh, boom, shoots him right in the car. It is snowing outside. He said it echoed. He was blind. And that is the only time that he has ever actually killed someone and been terrified because he had no way out. Like, he didn't know. He was so disoriented. Like, he didn't know where he was going to go. Because there was, yeah, because the snow had covered the window. So, like, the flash of the yeah. shot and everything like that. So he just was, like, blinded. And so he was, like... Eventually went into the dude's pocket, took out the money that was owed to me. He had the guy had more than enough money in his pocket to pay him and some. So he was like, so I took the money that was owed to me and I went back home. Boom. Done. (laughs) Wouldn't he have blood on him and guts and shit? You shoot someone right in front of you, point blank in a car. He always took a change of clothes and stuff like that. He was a hitman. He knew better. Ah, I know. I understand that, <laughs> but still. Okay. There's another Poncho. story. It just escaped my head right now. There was another story. That- huh? Poncho. Oh, Poncho. Oh, Ponchos. Tessa has a lot in her car. Are you a hitman? <laughs> we found them in the back of your car, and Jonathan was like, look at Tessa with all her ponchos. Oh. <laughs> Tessa is a hitman. hitman. And- <laughs> is it rain? <laughs> so yes. you need more than one? Yes, of course. What if she yes, has somebody with her? I have a friend. Okay. <laughs> it's not all about you, Linda. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. So then, because of like being a hitman, killing these people and stuff like that, he actually got the name the Iceman because what he would do is that sometimes he would do a hit. And then he would take the bodies after he killed them and put them in a freezer and leave them there for different amounts of time and then would dispose of them like a year, two years later. What the fuck? What? So he would let them thaw out and then he would like dispose of the body so then people didn't actually know when the person was killed. Ah, oh, very good, very good. Yeah. I'm understanding. So they were no. they were preserved. No, I, I understood yeah, they were yeah. preserved. That way you don't know how long they've actually been dead for. Exactly. So the person would go missing and then they would like show up dead like two years later or a couple months later and they'd be like, mm, when did they actually die? And so the only reason investigators even found out about this is because he had disposed of a body too soon at one time and the body didn't thaw properly so i think they found the body like in june or july and he was frozen on the inside on the inside (laughs) oh my gosh i don't know what that was either the hot chick yeah 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 yeah. no i knew what it was but i just having both of you say at the same time i know right you got like surround sound (laughs) so yeah so the the body still had ice crystals on the inside and they're like "Mm, this ain't right suspicious this ain't right yeah so i think that that body may have been held for two years or something like don't quote me on this like i said come at me later dude but 
I yeah. know where he had an access to a, a freezer to keep putting bodies in. He I was know, part no, of the that, mafia. I guess. They got connections or something. Yeah, yeah. The deli. The deli. <laughs> oh, trust. And believe, I watched some stuff. Those mattress places, though, they be having some things. The deli, and then they be all put you on the meat hook. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I watched the new black. <laughs> what? Orange is the new black. Oh, no. The Irishman. Okay. 15 months later. That's when he disposed of the body. 15 months later. This is the early body? Huh? Too soon? Yeah, the one that didn't, the one that didn't thaw Too, properly. Okay. It was 15 months later. So there was another time that he shot someone and then he put their body in a barrel and just kind of left the barrel outside of his shop and then eventually the barrel just went missing. He's like, one day I just showed up and it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> like, wait, he just, he went to go do body checks? He he said, from what he said, that he went to the diner where he left the barrel every single day and then one morning he got there and the barrel wasn't there anymore. He was like, oh, Okay. Uh, Vault trash came. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, 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 oh. So he was doing a hit, right? And he killed this person, right? And he gave them cyanide, right? But then the person was strangled. By him? Uh, it was him and another person. And then they were supposed to have somebody as like a getaway car. So they were in a hotel. And it was him and this other person. He gave the person cyanide. But I feel like the person wasn't dying quick enough. So they strangled him. And then <laughs> the person that was their getaway vehicle did not show up. So they put, so they were supposed to transport the body. And since they didn't have a way of transporting the body, they put the body underneath the bed or like between the mattress and like whatever. But they left the body in the hotel. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so they left the body there. They left the body there, dead, whatever. It took people, it took uh, it, the body to be reported four days later. And it had, the room had been rented out, I believe, to 20 different people by this point. What? Hold the fuck up. And they're what? like, yeah, it smelled weird, but like, didn't think anything of it. Like, we didn't see under anything. Under the mattress? Under the, or. Yes. What? Under the bed, like under the bed. How big is it? Bed oh that gosh. people didn't notice a body underneath. Yeah, the so, lump, right. Yeah, so I think it was like underneath the bed. So then they're like, there was this weird smell, and like everybody knew it was a weird smell, but they didn't think anything yeah, of it. Sweet and pungent. <laughs> I'm so. And so, like four days later, they finally find the body under there, and they said that it could have gotten away as a heart attack if they had not strangled the guy, because with the guy being dead, there was the bruises right, around yeah, the his bruise, neck. Yeah. But if it was a if it was just the cyanide, it would have just been passed off as a heart attack. And so that's like the and then heart attack fell underneath the bed. Basically, like I just rolled while I was dying. <laughs> I still understand like how I just the way I keep picturing it is like a guy with like his feet sticking out. Yeah. I'm like, how big is his how big is his bed? Unless they like cut a hole like out of I don't know. Like, or, like, maybe it was, like, in. underneath the actual bed. Because, like, like, if it's a hotel room and then you, like, pick up the box spring and the mattress and, like, I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how it got under there. Like, and they're thinking, like, oh, it's just a heart attack. Like, no. I was going to say nowadays, the hotels and stuff, they don't have, you can't put anything under the bed. Yeah. Like, that's probably why. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the room had to have Thanks, gotten Richard. cleaned. Like, how did they not... 
find the source of the smell. Yeah. Like, how are you not? Like, they had like, to change, like, the sheets and stuff. Could body's fluids in the bed. But there was uh, no blood like, because they only choked him out. Oh, And, like, true. what kind of hotel was It's not like it? he was shot. Clearly, some kind of hotel of 20 people rented it in four days. You know what I mean? It was a love shack. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> was it just, like, boom, bang, bing, bang it's kind a of hotel? little place where we they can get together. Well, 20 people in four days is a lot of people hmm? in four days. They do stuff. They getting it done. Yeah, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There's 24 hours in a day, four days. Just kidding. <laughs> We don't talk to her. <laughs> How many hours in a day? Twelve. I know it's twenty-four. It's sh- continue. So that was another hours. one. That was another one in a day. What in four, four days? days? Oh. <laughs> so then there was actually another time that he was supposed to do a drug exchange with. I believe the guy's like a pharmacist of some sort, but basically they were supposed to do a drug exchange. The guy brought the money and was supposed to meet up with Richard and say, okay, so how am I supposed to get the goods? And Richard's like, there are no goods. Puts the gun up under his chin and like goes to blow his brains out. But apparently he did not blow his brains out. He just got a tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Like he shot him, but it didn't like do what he wanted it to. He didn't angle it right. So yeah, it probably just went straight up and then busted through. Yeah, the front. instead of just like that. That's why I went. said he yeah. got a tooth. I don't know. He didn't say nasal cavity. Yeah. So then um, he said that then the gun ended up jamming. And so uh, to like punch him in the face, not have the guy in pain anymore, he took a tire iron and beat him with it. <laughs> oh, and that's not funny. <laughs> It's just like, I don't want him in pain anymore. So I'm going to beat him with a tire iron, not snap his neck. I'm going to beat him. Yeah. Anyway. And so then I well, think he, he had also... big hands. He didn't want anybody seeing how big the strangulation marks were. No, on you him. just go. <laughs> Do you though? You got big hands. You I feel like he hands. also put this guy in a barrel and like the guy wasn't fitting <laughs> in the barrel. So he had to like break his leg to kind of stick him in there. If he breaking legs, he can't snap a neck. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Fucking breaking the legs harder than a neck. I guess. And then he's he also claimed, I think that he said it was like the head of one of the mafias or something like that. Like he killed one of them, put them in a trunk, and then put the car into like the river. No, 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 the no. Fitches. What are those things called? A compactor? Yes. <laughs> and then sold the parts. <laughs> <laughs> What? Like sold the metal, like had the metal, oh like the compacted car, like shipped overseas or some crazy shit like that. He did a wall. They didn't come after him for that. They because his the way that he killed people was so random. They could not pin it to one person. No, but I mean the mafia. If he killed the freaking head, he of- was. He, well, it was like he. These were hits that were handed out to him, so he was part of one. But he allegedly was going after these other people. And I say that because other investigators, like other people went into this and like people were tried for murders for other things. And they were like, they never once said his name when it would go to trial. So- yeah, because they knew you say his name's going to come in that jail and fuck you up too. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they were like, they wouldn't say his name was part of it, part of the planning or anything like that. They said, like, the, the like when hits were taken out from other people, from other mafias, that, you know, they would handpick their people, but that Kuklinski's name would not come up. And so it was like, they were like, eh, like, we don't know how much we believe, but we do believe some of this, but we don't know how much we believe of it. Another way he killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was actually a time where apparently that he was asked to do a hit on somebody. And so the person said, look, you do the hit for this much. But if you torture the person and give me evidence that you tortured this person, I will double the amount. Right? Right. So you know what he did? He recorded it. Yeah. In his store. No. Oh. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. He got the person. That was the mark, right? Takes them out to a cave. Sets up the camera, has the dude tied up. He says that he set up like lights that could be like triggered and all that stuff by movement. And he left the guy there and left the camera recording, left him there for a few days and recorded this guy being eaten alive by the rats that lived in the cage. Oh my gosh. What the fuck? Took the recording to the person who gave the hit and they gave him the double amount. So he didn't even do it himself. No. He he tortured the dude. He left him there. He left him there tied up. And he said that all he found, all that was left was like the bones of the dude. God. I mean, hey, cleaned it up. Yes. That's disgusting. (laughs) Ooh. So those were just like some things that went on. Oh, apparently he never killed women. We'll just put that out there. Oh, but he just beat them. Just his wife. Just his wife. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that makes it better. It does not make it better, but just got to throw that out there. He did not kill women or or children. Didn't do that either. Just men. Oh, wow. His morals are shining. (laughs) His golden rule. (laughs) The most would be not kill him. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) with that being said, those were some of the ways that he killed people. Some of the ways that he said that he killed people so he actually claims to have killed about 200 people in his lifetime holy moly uh, that was a low number i was going for like 450 no but investigators also don't believe that number because they checked out some of the things that he said and they were like this things don't add up but again they're saying that the way that he was It was really hard to pinpoint different things because of how, like, erratic his killing style was. I mean, he didn't really just stick to one thing, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He was well-versed in killing. He had a lot of practice. All the rats. So, I mean, like, he had a 30-year killing streak. That's what what he did with his life. So, December 17th, 1986, apparently Kuklinski was supposed to carry out a hit. The, he was given cyanide for the hit from the person who had asked him to do it and all that stuff. But it said that he had given the cyanide to a dog and the dog didn't die. So he got suspicious of it and ended up going home. The cops had ended up setting 
up a roadblock, and two hours later, he was captured. What? There was a two-year investigation where the person who gave, who had set up the hit and everything like that was actually an undercover cop. They have recorded phone calls with him and just meetings and all that stuff with uh, this guy in Kuklinski. And this person had actually gotten close to Kuklinski from somebody else. And when all of this was said and done, the undercover cop reported about Kuklinski, and that's what got the two-year investigation. So it actually caught the attention of New Jersey's district attorney, the FBI, and the ATF for them to work together to try and bring him down. Mm. And so he ended up being caught in 1986. And apparently when he was getting caught, I think it said something like his wife was with him or something like that. And she went crazy and was like swinging at people. So she had charges. And then he had these charges but he was actually <laughs> tried and convicted in March of 1988. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the date? March, March of, of 1988. 1988. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in March... The day, though? I didn't say it. I'll mm-hmm. look it up for you. <laughs> Watch it be so. your birthday. <laughs> Crazy bitch. So... He was got on two charges and or he was charged with four counts of murder. He initially went in for two and then I believe he confessed to two more. So he was only at that time charged with four counts and he was given two life sentences. So he was serving life, two life sentences in prison at Trenton State Prison. Because those were the so only ones he... that they could catch him for or get him for. Oh, okay. Those were the only ones they had evidence. Okay. Because he had said to, like, the undercover cop, which is in the recordings and stuff like that, oh, like, I just did this killing for this person. And so it was the only person that was around him that he did not kill. Like, his, the, the, uh, some of the murders that I said were mm-hmm. actually people that he was business associates with. And he ended up killing them off. So that's when, like, people are like, hmm, that's weird because this guy knows this guy and this is, like, the mutual person. So we should start checking this guy out. And so the undercover cop was like, yeah, I'm sitting there talking to him. And he's, like, nonchalantly talking about how he gives cyanide to people and all this stuff. And how he he said something about, oh, I gave cyanide to this person, but he, like, just wouldn't die. Like, nothing would happen. The guy wouldn't die. And he was like... Oh, ha, 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 ha. But as I'm sitting there on the phone with this person, I realize, shit, like, it could be me. Like, it could be me next. Like, he's just going around, like, to people. And he's like, so at any point in time, like, he could just off me and no one would ever know. Oh, my gosh. Then in 2003, he took the guilty plea for killing a New York City police officer in 1980 which at the time that he took the hit, he did not know that it was a police officer. I want to say that he was like parked on the side of the road. It was a snowy day. Police officer was coming the other way. He noticed the car. Like he acted like he was broken down. Guy got out the car and he went bam and shot him. So if he had known that it was a No, he said he wouldn't have cared either way because it was a hit. Like end of the day, it was a hit. But like, okay, it was just he got caught for, well, eventually he like pled guilty for the police officer. Jesus. Ew. Grab it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing. There was like, I'm telling you, and this is one I have watched and rewatched. And I am just like, I was fascinated by this. Apparently, it's taking you six months to (laughs) this story. Well, because I'm like looking up all this stuff and I'm just like, I kept and and again, I watched the one documentary and I had watched it twice. And then that's when I realized that there were two more. So it was. It was, it's like, oh God, now I can't remember the name of it for the love of God. But they're, they're actually all HBO. So it's like the confessions of a mafia hitman and then it's, or the Iceman or something like that. And then there's one where he's actually sitting down with the psychiatrist and it was crazy because he's sitting there talking to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist says something that like triggers him and you can see his face change. And then he just looks at him and he's like, hmm, you almost got me there. And the psychiatrist is like, yeah, I know. He's like, you see that? He's like, you almost got me. I don't know what it was, but you did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the psychiatrist is like, can you like think of like what it was? Like what? He's like, I don't know. He was like, but I I felt it. I don't really like you that much anymore. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And it was it was pretty like I said it was pretty crazy it was pretty it was pretty fascinating to watch this guy like sit down and talk. I just talk need about... to see that clip now. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty weird. You just and you see him and he, he's sitting there and at one point he is like we're having too much fun sitting here talking about that. He's like you notice that we're having too much fun right now. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yes, crazy. but oh my god, I don't have it written down. What did I do? What he's dead. March 5th, 2006. He was supposed to testify, and they said that it was weird because he died from natural causes, but apparently he was supposed to testify in another case, and he just was, like, dead. Yeah. Mm. He killed himself. To get somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that his wife and him had divorced oh but because he confessed to the two killings that they dropped the charges for his wife for the like assault or something like that so that way she was never tried for hers and he said to like leave my family alone and there was something that his son had done i think they said that it was like drug related but it wasn't it was like marijuana and so he was like drop those charges drop the charges against my wife and i'll give you what you want yeah (laughs) <laughs> they never divorced it said that they divorced on on the google it says they were married from 1961 to 2006 when he died i don't know they were they had filed uh, for divorce separation yeah i don't know that's crazy yeah that's why i'm saying like i think that's when she found out all that stuff about the yes <laughs> that was that was when they got him she was like so shit going down and you're not taking my man yeah. I would have been like, take him. Oh, because they ended up finding a gun on. <laughs> she was in the passenger seat of the car. They, the, the car. They found the gun underneath the passenger seat. So they were. They also charged her with like being armed. Mm. Yeah. So that was the other thing, too. What? Nothing. I was like reading because I was trying to find the date for the thing. And I was like, the fuck? We probably said it, though. What? About his older brother dying. That. So. When Klukunski, Klukunski, when he was five, he witnessed his father beat his eight-year-old brother to death in front of him. 
Oh, no. She oh, no. I didn't that. say that. But I also didn't see that because I knew that he had the three siblings. But there was also he had another brother that was in the same jail as him. And they never had they never like talked or whatever. And so apparently the other brother had raped a little girl and then pushed her and her dog off the roof. Yep. And got charged. And the brother was charged for that. So then they're sitting there like. <laughs> yeah. So then they're sitting there like, oh, well, your brother's here. Like, do you ever talk to him? He's like, what do I need to say to him? Like, I have nothing to say to him. And they're like, so your dad died. He was like, yeah, my dad died. And they're like, did you go to his funeral? He was like, why? I hated that son of a bitch in life. So why would I go to his funeral? Like, I pay no respect to him. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That is a story about a mafia hitman. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> the day where they came with the uh, guilty verdict was March 17th, 1988. So close, but so far. I feel like that's still an Aries day. <laughs> and he died in the Aries day. She's all those Aries portions. all those Aries vibes right there. I'm just saying. Is he an Aries? I don't know. I, well, you said April. It's unplugged. You April go. 11th. Yeah, it's Aries. It's, it's, Aries is like March like 20-something to April. Don't they March 21st like the to 20, April 19th. I was going to say, yeah. like it's like the 21st or 22nd. They all change. Oh, thank you. That Richard Kuklinski. Kamalinsky, yeah, Leonard. <laughs> I like I said, I found him pretty fascinating, and there's a lot more. I was gonna say, like, I feel like an, I need to watch the you got a lot documentaries. Of shit to watch. I kn- no, they're well, good. I know. Yeah, no, they're good. Like I said, they're on HBO, so we have well, HBO I can, now. Well, here's the thing: I'm not allowed to watch these things, and I've been like really trying hard not to watch any of these murder mystery shizzits we'll because I that we've done. I know, and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch this because I'm almost done. My you won't watch it too, Tessa. No, she no. doesn't give a shit. I know. No, Tessa doesn't like murdery things. <laughs> I don't. And yet here I, we are because yes. I make her listen to it because she needs to be familiar with <laughs> support, <laughs> so oh, she can my be my God. replacement for the next couple of weeks, so I can take a nap. I'm what? so tired today. <laughs> Like, I know she's sitting here watching me fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, we all are. We're like, back you're like, like <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I heard this. Let me come back in here. <laughs> like I said, there's definitely a lot more that that went on and stuff like that. But those were definitely things that stuck out. I thought that the rat thing was kind of weird. I thought it was kind of interesting. I saw it happen in Fast and Furious once. I've seen it happen in a lot of movies where they put, like, the rat with the bucket on you, and then they, like, start burning the top of the bucket so the rat, the only way to go is into your stomach. Yo, get out of here! Did you, Did you see you just him? look him up? Yes! Yeah. It's pretty damn close if I took that hat off of him. <laughs> yeah, you should take that hat off of him. <laughs> I drew the beard and everything. Hey, don't say that. His spirit can come get you, girl. He's gonna come get you, hit man, and that. He dead, dead. Yeah, don't mean he dead. His family's still alive, though. Actually, I don't know if the wife is still alive now. Yeah, she about it. Okay, so the missing person is from Cumberland County, and it's for Dulce Alaves. Um, it says if you have a tip or would like to add a case. Oh no, let's not add a case. Well, I mean, you can add a case. I'm not saying that you don't, but let's let's. Anyway. Call the New Jersey State Police missing persons missing persons unit at 609-882-2000 extension 2554 or email contact missingp at njsp.org. Uh, the case information, it's an Amber Alert. 
Christopher Dulce Alaves, age five, was abducted on 9-16-19 by a light-skinned white or Hispanic male wearing orange sneakers, red pants, and a black shirt. The male drove off with Dulce in a red van with tinted windows and a sliding rear passenger side door. Dulce was last seen wearing a yellow shirt with a koala bear on the front, black and white pants. Uh, so again, call 911 or Bridgeton County, Bridgeton Police Department at 856-451-0033 with information. Um, she was, she's a white female. Date of birth, 425-2014. At the time of her abduction, she was three foot three feet five inches she weighed about 40 pounds black hair brown eyes and light skin complexion they do have a picture of the outfit that she was wearing when she was taken and another picture of her so that was 2019 so two years, <laughs> two years ago i'm sorry i had to count it on my fingers <laughs> oh. <laughs> so if you have any information please con- contact them Oh, Lord. Uh, you can either call 911 or 856-451-0033. Yep. So that's it. Sorry, I'm tired too. I don't know what you guys did to me. I didn't do anything. You did that to yourself. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> hey, bartender. <laughs> give me another one of them fruity drinks. Because oh, no, no, no. And then you would turn. No, no. And then you would No, you were around, drinking too fast. And then somebody else had a drink. And then you turn around and you snatch up their drink, too. Uh-uh. <laughs> Tessa didn't let me snatch her drink. Oh, you tried. Oh, and I, told I you know no. I tried. You guys stopped her. <laughs> Because I stopped you. I said, no, no, this girl you were so close, so slow. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You were drinking them too fast. Because it didn't taste like anything. It just tastes like sugar. Seven drinks later, of course it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, the first drink, I was like, mm, this is good. I'm surprised you actually woke up. I woke up late. I mean, I woke up at like 8 something mm-hmm. instead of 2 a.m. when I went to sleep. I think it's because I wasn't sleeping in my bed. I was asleep on your couch. That's probably why I'm really tired. Probably. Well, I mean, you slept <laughs> like an idiot. What do you mean? You have that whole... Ca- we have this... FYI, people. We have this ginormous sectional. Freaking huge. And Leslie lays on the chaise part, but she has her legs like this and her body like, like this. Like they can see so you. So she's in whatever. So she's in like an L shape instead of just laying straight across the couch. It was couch. comfy. Obviously not. <laughs> Why? If you're still tired, it obviously wasn't comfy. Tessa freaking slept on a mattress like a smart person. <laughs> you had a whole other sections of that couch you could have picked. You picked. Big spoon, little spoon. Could have done it, but you didn't. <laughs> Tessa doesn't cuddle. Oh, you couldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining us, Tessa. Thank you. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> it's she a very did. it's probably, she's probably like this is a very different dynamic than like listening to it <laughs> but now she gets more she can see it now yeah behind the scenes <laughs> yeah you can you can now have the visual of the jab 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we start our heated argument that's what it looks like <laughs> all the time I everyone confirm. else is just like Eh, just leaning back and we're just like getting closer maybe we should sit on the ends we did that once 
Yeah, Wait, we why did. Why did that stop? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should go back to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, it's because my mat is too long. Because you guys couldn't see me. That's what it was. But no. we can't see you. No, she started complaining that she couldn't see me. Uh, well. Who knows? Anyways. <laughs> and thank you guys for joining us on today's podcast, episode 25. Did I already say that? I don't know. No, you actually didn't. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I asked, asked earlier. Okay, I'm sorry. This is episode 25. Thank you for joining us. We will mm-hmm, see you next mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, 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 oh. Well, oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know. I was just going to say thank you for the uh, story recommendation. Who was it? Appreciate it. A listener. First thank you. Thank you, Alex, for the Who's recommendation. Alex? Exactly. <laughs> so thank you so much. You need to give her the notes next time. So she's <laughs> skipping around. <laughs> so it won't take her six months. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> thank you, Alex. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!